Excuse me, what is going on here? But first we're going to make a little detour. So absurd, so questionable. Yeah, I guess we're just the weirdos. Expect the detour. Well, we went to eat the other night, and uh, we were enjoying our meal. I'm sitting there, back to the door, back to the rest of the room, uh, like a Sigma. And a kid just is running around the room. He just got there. He's running around the room blowing candles out on every Did you table. go to a McDonald's playhouse? No, was this is a, a decently around? decent restaurant. Like, meals were at least $20, you okay. know? Ooh, and money. Yeah, I know. You really treat your wife. Yeah, well, you know. <laughs> I do what I can around here. And, uh, yeah, anyway, this kid starts off great. He's just running around blowing out all the candles on every table. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then he sits down. All I hear is, what do you think the people around here think about Ben Franklin? <laughs> the kid asked that? The kid. He to can't whom? be more than seven. His parents. Okay. <laughs> he said, what do, you, what do they think about Ben Franklin here? And immediately perks my ears because... <laughs> You guys know what I think of Ben Franklin. Great guy. But he then goes into the entire preamble of the United States Constitution. And all I hear is, how does it start again? Um, we the people to form a more perfect union. We are like good Americans. I'm trying to remember what that what, I don't know. He starts it. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to overlay the Star Spangled Banner as we bumble through the beginning. I don't remember what it is now. We, the people of the United States of America, in order to form a more perfect union, something about unalienable rights. (laughs) It's a little later on. Put oil in your car after, you know, so many miles. (laughs) You know. (laughs) It probably just is a bunch of good facts. Don't mix colors and whites in your washing machine. They kept that one around. That rolled around for a while. I think they misunderstood (laughs) that one for a little bit. Either way, he's like two sentences into the preamble. And I look up at my wife and I say... Is he reading off something right now? Or, like, what, what is he doing? She goes, no, he's just reciting That's this from awesome. memory. Seven years On old. On a scale of one to autism. <laughs> yes. Where was he at? Yeah, absolutely. He's got it. <laughs> did you <laughs> did you feel competitive and maybe that you were going to go knock all the stuff off his table and no, try but to, like, challenge him to a duel of <laughs> United States <laughs> uh, I immediately documents. felt like I would have lost. Yeah. You, <laughs> I don't know any yeah, U.S. Based documents. off what we just saw. You <laughs> he's not ready. I only knew that it was the preamble because of Hamilton. And, <laughs> I mean, you know, I don't know what else you can glean off that, but it made me want to have a slightly autistic child. Yeah. Because... Like, you could have had that child if you wanted. Yeah, well, <laughs> <laughs> maybe not that exact one. I mean, you could have an autistic well, child. Yeah. Not, I mean, yeah, legally. You know, sneak around in the dark. Okay. <laughs> a lasso, I think. A put, lasso and a train horn. <laughs> Sounds like you just put a candle in your car. Yeah. Come in there and gr- know. blow Let's that one out. Let's talk about how you would kidnap a child. <laughs> so that's kind of what I'm leaning towards is... Having an autistic just kid. Just like a borderline. Maybe not you look at him and you're like, yeah. <laughs> you but, don't want like a Stephen Hawking type yeah, kid. Maybe you hang out with him for five minutes and they're, you're <laughs> like, he might. He might be. You I know, mean, how jealous were you... Watching that kid run around, blow out candles, and then just sit out and just ask a random question. Just to rattle off a United States documentation is <laughs> everything I've ever wanted. Because as soon as I go into, name another U.S. document. 
because I can't think of one. Bill of Rights. <laughs> the bill of, soon as I start going into my recit, recitation, recite, recit, recitation. That sounds like a fancy word. I'm not recitation? sure if it's right, though. My reciting recitation. of... Is it dead? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> resuscitating it? <laughs> bill of Rights. My wife immediately shuts it down. She doesn't care about it. She's a communist. It, exactly. Yes. Has, a, has a mustache that just is right below her nose. <laughs> just. Now... You you did say that you were excited to have an autistic child. Like maybe you're going to choose that. Could you maybe expound upon the fact that you probably didn't have a choice? It's going to happen either way. Yeah, your genetics are all yeah. wonky. Uh, all right. Well, <laughs> your kid's going to come out with three arms, and you know it. Yeah, but at least if I get ahead of it now, and I'm like, I'm kind of looking forward to this. You're mentally, then when it you're happens, mentally getting yeah, ready for it. Exactly. When it happens, I'll be like, it's not yeah. sneaking up on you when you like catch your kid watching a train documentary at <laughs> two a.m. <laughs> yeah, you're prepared. Maybe you sit down with them. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe someone that'll finally lean into what I got. You know, <laughs> someone so, to match my energy. <laughs> Savannah's gonna be outnumbered at yeah. this point. Yeah, you'd see a train going by you, and you're just longingly looking at it you're like god if i could just, just if i could just give it to that if i had one other person to peer pressure me <laughs> i swear you start to say it to savannah you're like i wonder what and then you kind of give up you're like <laughs> she wouldn't get it she's not gonna understand do you know that's a model you don't care <laughs> toot, toot. as the tear like a train rolls right down your face <laughs> Ah, uh, yeah. What What do you think that family would have done if you heard the kid say that and then you pulled up a chair as if what he said invited you to the conversation? They seemed open to it. I mean, they were talking for the whole restaurant to hear. So, also letting their kid run around and blow out candles. Exactly. I don't think they had much to like go against. So. Also, what place are you going to that costs $20 per person but also has real candles? Red Lobster. Calling it right now. No. Olive Garden. No, I wish. Follow me here. I'm kind of wondering if Evan didn't travel back in time because the only information he's given so far is a kid running around blowing out candles, implying that there's no electricity, Mm. and speaking of a current person, as in Ben Franklin. Did Evan travel back in time and is now just making fun of an autistic kid in the 1700s? We know kids didn't survive in the 1700s. That could (laughs) be No kids. No kids. (laughs) I think everybody was probably somewhat autistic in the 1700s, though. I mean, <laughs> especially Ben Franklin. <laughs> yeah. You know, the all the different things he had going on, like, you know, he had a touch of it. Just knowing those things, like knowing that Ben Franklin exists and knowing the U.S. Constitution may have been pop culture at the time. That's what know? I'm saying. So he could have just been Like a Ben Franklin could have done the Super Bowl halftime show. He could. Just <laughs> flying a flag. <laughs> Now, who's who's Taylor Swift? Is it Washington? Is Taylor Swift in this scenario? With his wooden teeth? Just being the most just famous person? Just singing with a weird tooth whistle? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> just, okay. No, I like I, I like where you're going with this. So so Ben Franklin hosts the halftime show. He's yeah. the he's the usher, he's if the usher, you will. Yeah. You know, they've oh, got man. a lot of similarities. Could you imagine uh, Ben Franklin up there doing those hip movements that Usher was doing? On some uh, roller skates? Yeah. On some yeah. roller skates. Yeah. Got a printing press out there, you know, because that's Groping Martha Washington. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> well, just 
play out who the rest of these people were. Like, so Ludacris appears. Who do we think Ludacris is? John Anybody? Adams. John Adams. It's okay. got to be Tommy J, right? No, Tommy J is too big of a guy. Yeah. Ludacris is kind of a background guy. Oh, okay. You're you're really digging into it. Okay. Yeah, Adams maybe. I think it's a good call. Maybe a Betsy Betsy Ross in there. Oh yeah, Betsy Ross as mm-hmm. Alicia Keys. She uh, probably yeah. hit the same terrible note at the beginning too. Probably. <laughs> that girl is she on fire. <laughs> Instead of a long dress, it's just that flag that yeah. she made behind her. She made a flag. She wasn't good at singing. <laughs> All right. Welcome to Questionable Detour. Let's do some hypotheticals. Dave, can I pose a somewhat abstract, purely hypothetical question? I guess I, I want to apologize for asking a hypothetical question. Well, that's a hypothetical question. So, welcome, Perry. Uh, you traveled here from afar, right? Like, you came from a long distance. No. You traveled no. on a train that Evan was slobbering for as it passed him. You were, <laughs> Woof. You were on the top of the train. like. Uh, yeah, I was a Polar Express. Yeah, you're Polar Express I'm in the train. A, I'm yeah. Tom Hanks in that scenario. <laughs> Harry's a weirdly computer animated guy. Yeah. He drug some homeless up there, homeless man up there to like act out the whole scene. Yeah, he liked it. I gave him a little, <laughs> gave him a one dollar bill, and he said whatever he want. <laughs> Evan's the kid from the Polar Express with the glasses. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah. Where's your ticket? Get your ticket. <laughs> but my point is, you traveled from afar, and you probably stayed in a hotel, right? Yeah, a very, a very uh, crappy one. Yeah. Yeah. yeah it was you, quick. We can call it a hotel. Okay, good. Well, that's that's what our hypothetical's about. How do you guys go about traveling and staying at hotels? How are y'all as guests in a five-star hotel? I think it's important to know everything you can about where you're staying. And by that, I mean every nook and cranny of that hotel. Did you say nook and granny? I didn't, but I can. <laughs> so by that, I mean you want to know where every elderly person is located within the hotel. Because that's just who you are. <laughs> Why? <laughs> Why are you looking for old people in hotels? Is it because you've been collecting dentures? And if they don't have dentures, you go in there with a pair of needle no pliers just start, and just start yanking out some old people teeth? Um, no. Okay. It's because I've I, been building my own old person. Oh, okay. Um... <laughs> You couldn't just let somebody age. (laughs) You had to to jump in front of the timeline. Yeah. Well, old people are just better. They're superior in most ways. So when you're at a hotel, you want to find all the old people that you can and kind of just take a little piece of each one and then just put it into an old person. String them together. Yeah, and just make one super old person. Like superior, but also like... A superhero. Really old, yeah. Oh. <laughs> Super old. So walk me through the body parts and pieces that you're slowly accumulating to eventually Frankenstein an elderly person. Though technically, get philosophical here with me. Once you are finished with the this quote-unquote old person, would they technically be a new mm-hmm. person? I'm going to say no because I'm really just getting the hair. I'm just, <laughs> just getting their hair and putting it on a young person and making them look old. So you're just taping and gluing old people hair to a, a poor individual in a in a hotel room? Yeah, they're very poor. And this is not your business. <laughs> this is just you on vacation. Yeah. No, this is every time I go to a hotel, just find a young person. You're a poor young person. A, a poor young person. Uh, not a not nickel a lot to of his money. name. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. I yeah. mean, this person is not staying at a five-star hotel. Yeah. I mean, he's not at the hotel. 
I mean, oh. he, he is. One, I bring him there. You leave the uh, hotel. I find him on the way, yeah. like just on the side of the road, and you're like, I can give you a place to stay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you agree to my terms of service. Oh, you you're up front with it. Yeah. Well, I don't want to be dishonest, sir. I don't want to do anything weird. I just want to glue old people's hair to his head. I mean, he agrees to it either way. It doesn't really <laughs> matter what I say. What are the chances? Because I not do offer him to it. not high. I mean, he's on the side of the road, and I'm offering him. <laughs> place to stay so it really doesn't matter what I really say. really the rock bottom yeah and he thinks he's at rock bottom but once he accepts this offer like like the devil looking for somebody's soul mm-hmm. it's a new rock bottom so you get him back to the hotel what's our strategy what's the game plan stick old buddy in a room just kind of you didn't learn his name don't care to it's ironic you call him old buddy seeing as he's not old enough for you I just <laughs> throw him in a room and I uh, say wait here uh, lock the door. Make sure he can't get out. Don't need any runners. <laughs> and By lock the door, do you mean you crudely tie a belt around the outside of the door so he can't get out? Yeah, and nail a screw into the wall and tie a <laughs> Nail belt a screw. It. Yep. <laughs> it's tough work. It's tough work. It, it like, would be a lot better go- for me to use nails. <laughs> it doesn't work. He's like, why is this not going in smoothly? Yeah. Uh, that's just what I have in my tool bag. I then slink you around into the different old people's rooms after I've gotten a blueprint of the hotel and a guest list of everyone who's staying there and pretend to be room service. Mm. And what do old people love more than room service? Racism. Hard candy. Exactly. <laughs> And you, as a white person, as a white person, come in with hard candy. You're like and you're the king of the castle. Yeah, yeah. Well, it, I mean, you both got it right. So I open the door. I say, "You like a Werther's original?" And then you say a slur. And then I say, "Cause <laughs> black people don't." <laughs> and they're like, "I don't understand this racism, but it seems bad." You said something, um, and so they're like. Come on in. And that's when I pounce. Uh, you pounce on them. No, no, no. Oh. I pounce upon their hair. <laughs> <laughs> like as if a cat pounces on a bird? Yeah. Well, it's like a cat pouncing like you... on a human. Uh, I'm very light. And I kind of just float up there. Uh, and they like, barely even spin around in their there. lap and maybe lay down? Yeah, they barely even notice me up there. You purr? And I kind of just pluck a few hairs. <laughs> Oh, you you plucking. You don't have a tool for that? With a tool bag of mix-match tools? I'm hammering screws. You think I have a tool for pulling hair? <laughs> you don't have, like, a buzzer. It's, like, you know, like a clipper. It's just no. a pair of tweezers. It's not even tweezers. It's just my bare hands. <laughs> and half the time, I don't even get the hair on the first pull, so I'm just sitting there yanking for five minutes. <laughs> you like, you're like you trying to start off a lawnmower that's not cranking. Yeah. <laughs> tweezers would be a good idea. How much does the old person scream as you're just yanking on their head? A lot. <laughs> I'm not afraid to say that. Yeah, well, I mean... A lot. You ever had a hair pulled from your head? I, ha- yeah, I have. Now imagine when you were having your hair pulled, you were maybe 60 years older than you are now. That's what it feels like. Okay. Okay. Does, he, you do does he enjoy it? <laughs> yeah. A little bit. How <laughs> like, often do you get a 90-year-old man moaning in there? <laughs> <laughs> He's like, my wife wouldn't do this for me. <laughs> No, I'm just racist white boy. <laughs> <laughs> Pretending to be a cat. <laughs> With delicious candies. You're like, lean it into my kink. <laughs> Very specific. You would be surprised. You leave, you leave that room a little flustered. And <laughs> yeah. Makes you not want to go to the next one. Yeah. 
But I have a mission. So you're just yanking the hair. Just are leave. you just carrying it all loose, or do you have like uh, maybe a, some sort of bag? No, it's just in my hands. Just you just walk in the hallway. Like I have a dead animal in my hands. That's like I'm a very hairy old person. So you have just this loose hair, mm-hmm. a little bloody because you were yanking. Like it's the ends of it. It just helps it stick better. Oh. <laughs> you go back to your room. The person in your room is panicking now. <laughs> I think he's gotten the full idea of what's maybe happening here. Do you offer him any Werther's originals? <laughs> of course not. He's not old. <laughs> Once I put the hair upon him, sure. He's he old earns then. his Werther's Yeah, he's then. earned okay. his Werther's. He's earned his Werther's, if ah, you know what I mean. There it is. If you know what I mean. So you, you get back to the, what happens then. How does he earn his Werther's? Uh, it's a lot of Elmer's glue. It looks like a child's arts and craft project. Yeah, it looks like a scarecrow almost. Yeah. Are you creating a grandfather you never had? Is this the goal of this? What's what what's happening here? Why are you doing this? I just think that old people are better, superior. More people should be old is what I'm is what I've been saying for a long time. You wait around, you'll get what you want. Yeah, but it's not worth waiting for. Let me ask you this. You want you want <laughs> what kind of gratification? Instant. It you're very good. <laughs> You're very good. You walk in, you pull some hair, instant gratification. Yeah. (laughs) Now, I'm going to poke some holes into this airtight plan that you're doing. They have hair, generally speaking, gray and white hair that is about them with glue and tape. But their skin, so taut, Mm. so smooth. Mm. You then put them on the top of the hotel and just let them roast in the sun for a few days. (laughs) Like a raisin. Like a yeah, yeah. <laughs> Don't give them any liquids. Yeah, just pop them up there, dehydrate them a little bit. Kind of get the skin to loosen up. Uh, start falling off the bone, if you know what I mean. Yeah, they, they come back down looking like a basset hound. <laughs> <laughs> Do you maybe take a, a hammer to a knee so they start walking with a limp? Because they, I mean, come on now. Yeah, there's no old person without a limp. I take a few teeth out. Um, <laughs> So old people are historically incontinent. How do you make that happen? I'm in a fancy hotel. I'm going to sure. keep it keep it fancy. <laughs> yeah. I just make them drink just a lot of perfume. Oh, just God. a lot of perfume bottles. God. Um, Because what makes you pass liquids better than perfume? A lot of things. A lot, There's of, a lot of things on my list. Chemicals. Name one. It's a chemical. There's chemicals in perfume. I think prune juice might be one of them. Yeah. See, then you're just bringing nature into it. <laughs> and I'm not trying to do that. I'm trying to leave this out of nature. I'm trying to leave it out of God's eyes. You know what I mean? <laughs> Sweep this one under the rug. <laughs> so you have your, your young person now, leathery raisin skin, covered just in hair. It looks like a shedding dog as he walks about. Can't keep pissing. <laughs> <laughs> Urinating all over himself. Smacking a Werther's. Smack- <laughs> Smacking on a He, he really, earned it. Really gumming that Werther's. Yeah. <laughs> He's earned it at this point for sure. Let me ask you something. Is this a hotel or did you just wander into a retirement home? Because yeah. it sounds like... You just wander into a hotel full of old people, which sounds like retirement home. Or you're just in Florida. Or <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. I mean, it would. It could be a hotel, or it could be a retirement home. I'm really not sure. I asked for a room, and they said they asked me for my age, which yeah. I thought was weird. And you lied. I lied. I said I was 65. Yeah. Um. You look. You look terrible. Yeah. They bought it. <laughs> Is it because you've been drinking perfume? <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, I mean, of course I've been drinking. I'm not going to make someone drink perfume if I won't do it. Sure. You know? <laughs> it's called being a good leader. That's why, um, as, that way, as that person chokes down that, those chemicals, you're like, I get it. <laughs> no. <laughs> I understand. I know. Here's some Victoria's Secret. It tastes better. Uh. You know? <laughs> That's what you do in hotels. You yeah. kidnap a person as down on the luck as possible. <laughs> you assault. <laughs> you assault or pleasure some old people. Get their hair. Torture the person that you've kidnapped to make them old. All in an effort to achieve something you have yet to explain or... Achieve a race of super old people. That's right. Okay, you did explain that. Thank you. All right, so when I go to a hotel, um, I'm immediately thinking the room, the environment that they've created is not to my standards. I'm somebody who really likes an ecosystem. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to start bringing a little soil, a little plant life, mm-hmm. just things from the outdoors into my hotel room and just kind of create my own terrarium in there. <laughs> I'm going to get it hot in there. <laughs> We're going to be able to house monitor lizards in there. <laughs> Wait, so like you're creating a terrarium for the people in the rooms? So like if I were to go by the first floor of this hotel and I look in, it looks like I am... Looking into uh, the reptile exhibit in a yeah, zoo. Yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. But it'll be people in people there. <laughs> just sweating, <laughs> just sweating, using their tongue to catch bugs. We're at a nice like 90, 95 <laughs> degrees in there. We'll release insects in through the vents, yeah. like you're like you would feed reptiles, and <laughs> these people they're they're not moving very fast. They're <laughs> absolutely boiling. Yeah. <laughs> It's hard to watch them catch those bugs. <laughs> they don't do a very good job. Now, are you dressed in just tan clothing like a Steve Irwin type character? Yeah. yeah. Got a mic on your, your yeah. lapel? <laughs> yeah. I'm, I've got a cameraman with me as well. Um, it follows me into the rooms. and I kind of narrate what the people, what I think they're doing. Just telling them about, you know, these people sweat probably <laughs> five gallons a day. And we really... We want that because oh, so we feed them with the bugs, but we make them drink the sweat. <laughs> that can't so, be good. so we need these guys. We're not we're not on city water. Um, <laughs> off the grid. We're on, we're on off the grid situation. Who'd have thought this hotel is not connected to any civilization? Yeah. Um, but yeah, we we make sure that our guests are sweating. They're told to produce five gallons. <laughs> they have a quota. They have a They've quota. got. <laughs> They've got a quota. They say that the best thing about going on vacation at a hotel is the quotas. Quotas. (laughs) Doing work. Doing the work, you know. But, I mean, they're going to have to or else they're not going to be able to drink. You know, they sweat out those five gallons. And, well, look at that. They've earned themselves a glass of quote-unquote water. Do they get, they don't get any water? It's just the sweat? No, so they're making their own, yeah. So they're just sweating and they're drinking their sweat. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. They don't live long, do they? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Biologically. Dehydrated. This... <laughs> yeah. The uh, life expectancy here in the terrarium is not, not high. <laughs> Supposedly, this is a five-star hotel. These people are signing up to be lifelike terrarium. No, I'm not going to lie to you. They didn't know this is the situation that okay. we're getting into. I mean, personally, if you told me there's a hotel that is almost like a zoo, I would love to go stay there. You could spin it. Yeah. Yeah. So this is a... Basically, life-size terrarium. I think I read about this, actually. Oh. 
And let, let me fill you in on the details that Alan's leaving out. So these people are now in a life-size terrarium, but you've upsized the bugs that are also available. Oh so they think that they've actually shrunk down and they have some kind of owner outside of the hotel and they're in some bedroom somewhere just shrunken down mm-hmm. and they're they're living this new life and they have a whole new ecosystem. There's, there's no world outside of that tank. There's a honey, I shrunk the kids situation That's, going yeah, on. Yeah, exactly. And uh, thank you, Perry, for bringing that up. And it's, <laughs> you know, when... When you run a Honey, I Shrunk the Kids-esque business out of a hotel, it's not something that you want to, you know, brag about because there are a lot of people that don't have that in their life. <laughs> and I didn't want to I didn't want to come to this and just throw that in front of you guys, um, show you how great I'm doing. Um, but since Perry brought it up, yes, that is exactly the situation. The bugs are enormous. Um, they're, they're the size of your average cow you know oh, bigger uh, than the humans yeah yeah well we, we went wrong <laughs> it was Turned not the radiation <laughs> it was not supposed to go that large i think somebody wasn't paying attention um when they were radiating these bugs but yeah we've got cow size horse size bugs just running around these people are fighting for their lives they're they're absolutely yeah. sweating or freezing um <laughs> The bugs are all different kinds. You've got giant wasps. Oh, my <laughs> Just So a, you said jumbo and they went wumbo? They, <laughs> yeah. They went they went wumbo. Very scientific. <laughs> yeah. Very scientific of you. I think I read the same article that Perry did on this. So, And he didn't bring this up. But Alan is actually five different people. Uh, <laughs> one in each leg, one in the torso. Ah. Uh, you know. Yeah. One wow. in each arm. <laughs> They really seamless. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We all people. fit in together really well. Um, <laughs> He's like one of those Chinese dragons around yeah, New yeah. Year, it's you know, where they like jump yeah, up. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Very, very Chinese New Year's of me. Year of the dragon. Um, I say me and my five closest friends. It's really just five people being me. They're close only in proximity. Yeah, yeah. When you're five people being one person, a trench coat is <laughs> sort of your only option. Right. right. Um, a, that or like a fireman's coat mm. and since we're not really running into any like flame retardant um issues we're just going to go with the trench coat i did think it was a weird fashion choice to go with trench coat over a tank top and swim shorts but well i want to be able to when i get into one of those warm rooms you know mm-hmm. just take off that coat and and just <laughs> to expose the five people that are <laughs> on top of each other like a bunch of all gymnasts. wearing all wearing one tank top <laughs> So what we know you as is just the head of one person. Yeah. There are four others just kind of throughout. Yeah. You've never really seen me wear shorts before. Yeah. Or short sleeves. But there's a, you know, guy on my, you know, right arm, left arm, right leg, left leg, you know, (laughs) we function as, as a unit. And (laughs) now was, was Power Rangers kind of based off your life story or maybe you base your life story off Power Rangers? I'd love to say that they got the idea from me, but got the idea of just just putting people together, bringing people together. Yeah, and not in like a not in like a like a dating way. Like I'm not doing like bringing five people together who have a lot of free time and <laughs> no one who's wondering where they are and to one shared vision. Person. Yeah, <laughs> one one shared vision, and that's to just be a giant person. In a terrarium of giant bugs with regular-sized people. 
And if that isn't what MLK stood on <laughs> that balcony <laughs> to talk about, I don't know what is. Very good. But like, that's that, it, that's well, it. You know, an insane hotel. I don't know that you want to stay there, but it might be fun to at least walk through. Just visit if you're in town. You know? I, I will not go anywhere near it. And what, what was the name of it again, just so we can avoid it? Um, Hill Ton of Bugs. <laughs> <laughs> That's it. That's it. <laughs> Hill Tons of Fun. There was a lot of thought put behind that one. <laughs> uh, marketing team got together and they slaved away for nights. Was the marketing team end. was just the five guys in your clothes? The marketing <laughs> team was the five guys. <laughs> passed it up. <laughs> Your right leg was like, I got it. Yeah, I was like, all right, well, hold on. Pass the notepad up. Very good. A terrarium-like hotel. <laughs> or regular-sized people. Big bug. Yeah. You and five other guys in one piece of clothing. All right, Perry. So when I go to a hotel, as a guest, I mean, obviously, I'm going to be pretty awesome. But I think similar to Alan, but a little bit different, uh, less bugs, I like to bring my personal effects to feel at home because i go on vacation sometimes you miss you miss the house miss the environment people love to get away by not actually getting away yeah so that's that (laughs) correct to get away i just have turned my house into a hotel oh good yeah you're an entrepreneur and my wife is super on board she loves the idea uh strangers just kind of knock on our door (laughs) randomly and our small daughter who is not even walking yet you know, she gets to meet a lot of new people. She's young. She's not a paraplegic. That immune system's working overtime, so that's good. She's going to get nice and healthy real quick. <laughs> you have the people just come and cough on her? <laughs> she's the greeter. and <laughs> Shakes everybody's hand. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. And so a little, they, little, little uh, bellhop. <laughs> yep. So they'll throw a cut at her, and she just gets draped over. And But yeah, so we charge by the bushel, and oh. uh, yeah, it's pretty good rates compared to market. So it, By it's, the bushel of what? What you got? <laughs> Wait, so I just need a bushel of anything? <laughs> we so were I'm looking to stay for uh, three days, two nights. How many bushel? We're booked. Sorry, go ahead. How long? How long's the wait list then? <clears throat> the wait list? Um, check my calendar. It's at least until tomorrow. So, oh, okay. So oh, yeah, you don't is... you don't do much planning ahead. Then. <laughs> It's a one night at a time kind of thing. Yeah, correct. Yeah, it's just kind of we ad hoc type thing. Uh, so is this a pay by the hour place? Ooh. No, no, no. That's down the street. We <laughs> you get per night. We, we work on a bartering system. So what are you willing to to offer me? Yeah. What do you have a bushel of, Alan? Yeah. That you could off, maybe offer Perry for a night stay in his. Um, but I've got like a bushel of just raw carrots. That's there, good. Is there anything you could do with that? By raw carrots, are they like? Good to eat, or they're kind of falling they're just, they're just fresh out of the ground. Okay, they're no, just perfect. Cooked they're, yet. What he means is the raw is in the wrestling organization. Oh. He's dressed them up as tiny little wrestlers. Yeah, yeah. he <laughs> has names for them, but there's a bushel of them. There's a lot of them. <laughs> yeah, if just if you if you wrapped them up, they'd equal a bushel. <laughs> Whatever that means. Okay. <laughs> well, I, I think you'll stay longer than the WWE carrots, ah, so that's good. Good. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think a bushel of carrots would get you about, yeah, we'll say two days. Yeah. Okay. Is there any, like, continental breakfast or anything no, like that? No, no, carrots now. <laughs> we have a lot of carrots. <laughs> <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> we'll turn those around quick. Yeah. Um, no, but yeah, now you can just enter my home and be there as a stranger, and that's fine, just for carrots. Well, that's excellent. Yeah, I mean, that's good. Uh, you'll have to take off the little luchador masks off of them, but... I mean, no, the keep, no, keep those good. on. Oh, <laughs> Those are edible. Cause indigestion. Yeah. <laughs>
I assume, you know, you check in, you see the very much underage child la- labor uh, bellhop. I go up to, I assume, you at the front desk. That would be my wife. Okay, um, I go up to your wife at the front desk. I give her a bushel of just computer motherboards. Okay, that's one day, by that, the way. Oh. Wow. Carrots are worth more than computer mother. <laughs> Correct. If they were, <laughs> I don't understand your bartering system. <laughs> is you don't edi- have to. Edible is better. Edit. Well, I got to eat. That's true. Are you going to serve the computer motherboards at the continental breakfast tomorrow? <laughs> no matter what somebody gives you, that's what's going to be at the bar. No, we have standards. That's, okay. We're going to melt those down and make the front lawn ornaments out of those. So it's <laughs> a nice touch. And so I get checked into the room after my my motherboard payment. What's the room look like in this five star hotel? Have you seen uh have you seen Fight Club? Yeah, well, I mean, yeah, yeah. And you're aware of the the house that that they stay in during that time when they're kind of building their army. It's kind of a little run down. Yeah, it's, it's very dilapidated. Yeah. Yeah. It's nicer than that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so like by five-star hotel, you mean you're going to look through the hole in the roof and see five stars? <laughs> right. <laughs> if you pay up for that suite, you will get that you will get that, uh, but that's room. just like one room, right? Mm-hmm. Like, so you have other I, you have other rooms in your house people could stay in. Are they all like that? They're they're not all where you can see through the ceiling. Some are on the okay. some are on the first floor. And are they still as dilapidated? Yeah, the so ones that. on the first floor are a one person hotel. As in, you look up and you see one person through the floor, oh. <laughs> <laughs> or a one street light yeah. hotel. You look out and you see one street light. Sure. Um, yeah, and it comes complimentary with your own broken glass. Right. <laughs> And if you need to use the bathroom, uh, we have certain corners in the rooms designated. So. Oh, okay. You're not letting people use the bathroom in your house? No. That's, that's, <laughs> that's gross. Now, I'm worried that if I wake up in the middle of the night, I won't sure. step on a heroin needle. Um, do I need to bring my own, or will you have some there? You can special order those when you check okay. in. Um, okay. I assume those are like at the, the mini bar. Do you have the heroin needles at the mini bar? No, we're we're not very frivolous with those. You have to. Re- it's like a cot. You have to kind of special request yeah, those. Okay. That now the, the mini bar does have fentanyl, fentanyl and it has, <laughs> it does have some used toothbrushes. Good. In case you're hygienic. A few other. <laughs> There's a possibility that Alan, you would order your uh, hyper- hypodermic heroin needles, mm-hmm. and then the next day you would just open the door and start stepping and then you would just have needles all on your feet. Yeah. Is that what you're looking for in a That's, hotel? Well, you yeah, know, he asked the, for it. Sounded like. the, the place that Perry's describing uh, really seems seems what I would call dingy, you know? There's there's certain things that I expect. Like, I kind of expect there to be, like, cigarette butts on every surface. Sure. You know? Because you're smoking them and putting them there? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> you're you are chain smoking. You know, that's what heroin does to me. <laughs> I go the other way. I do heroin, and then I go to do lesser things. You only smoke... Like, a lot of people will only smoke when they drink. You only smoke when you are doing heroin. When I do heroin, They yeah. do say heroin's a classic gateway drug. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> to nicotine. <laughs> we don't allow smoking, though. Oh. <laughs> Taking away our freedoms. Yeah. Do you have I've any- seen the ads. <laughs> smoking kills. Do y'all have any actual bed frames, or is it all just stained mattresses on the floor with no bed sheets? Sure, uh, we have we have bed frames from a recent bartering. So uh, that we, we got a bushel of bed we got frames? A, we got a bushel of bed frames out in the back. <laughs> um, my daughter's putting those together as we speak, so those will be available for you. She can't walk, but she's putting together beds. She's working hard. <laughs> she's doing her best. She's trying to nail in a screw. It's just not working for her. 
Classic mistake. How's the room service? What are you servicing? What? Wow. What, like, you know, maybe a car. I <laughs> <laughs> just drive the car in there. Like, get an oil change. <laughs> uh, we don't do that. But we, we do offer uh, food service. Um, okay. We got lobster bisque. Wow. There's no way that's what it actually <laughs> yeah, is, though. There's absolutely no way. <laughs> there's no that's way. That's used car oil. We have New York Strip, lobster bisque, um, sometimes a nice ahi tuna Caesar salad. Now, let me ask you this. The New York Strip, is that just you dressed as a Statue of Liberty taking your clothes off? You got to order it and find out. <laughs> is the lobster bisque just a crawfish in a bunch of bisquick? <laughs> <laughs> it's a... Cr- <laughs> Yeah, it's a it's a mud daddy inside of a baked biscuit. <laughs> oh, At least it's baked, I guess. <laughs> yeah. And then the ahi tuna. It's just a salad. Got a pool? What's the pool situation like? At this pool hotel? table or a swimming pool? Both. I mean, both. I, yeah, we got neither. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, we also have my daughter working on a ditch outside, so you can get in that. <laughs> Your daughter is one years old. You have her. <laughs> She's so really? productive. She got the. She got those beds put together so fast. <laughs> she had so much extra time. Nothing like a one-year-old doing sweat labor. Yeah. So in the John Wick Hotel, if I need a gun, they'll give it to me. Will you do that? Yeah. Okay. But we, we only have Nerf guns. Okay. And everyone else will have real guns. So <laughs> good luck. Can they use them on the hotel grounds? That you can shoot into the ground, yeah. but that's it. <laughs> you, can on the you can only aim at the ground. Yeah. That's why it's good to be on the second floor. Fair enough. <laughs> Take them out. That's how, that sounds very good. I, you know, I'll have to start collecting items to eventually make a make a bushel. Yep. So I can stay in this hotel. So as we continue, we're gonna go into one of our most popular segments, and one of the segments that we enjoy the most, and that's giving free wisdom out to the people in need. So let's give some people some advice. How can I help? What can I do? I want to do a nice thing for you. I need help. This one comes in from Tyrone. How can I enjoy school life when everyone is so shy and to themselves? I rely on people being social, so that's how I usually enjoy my school years. But my new classmates are so quiet and in their own space. I rely on people to be social, guys. What do y'all think about that? <laughs> Tyrone, you're really you're really breaking the glass ceiling of thought. <laughs> Relying on people to be social. Defining what social is. (laughs) All right, guys. How do y'all help Tyrone really break through to some shy people? How do do y'all get through to shy people? Something that's uh, worked for me in the past is um, a lot of people, they watch movies. They see things that really never come to fruition in real life. So to help them go from movie and fantasy into real life, I like to start food fights in the in the mess hall are you in a military <laughs> i knew i knew you were gonna... <laughs> what are you at summer camp <laughs> in the calf yeah we, so we started a food fight and uh you would not believe the barriers that are broken when spaghetti's <laughs> hurled at your temples you you recommend him do that in a classroom though no we <laughs> just, you're gonna just, have to invite them to the lunch <laughs> at the mess hall oh okay and then yeah. and then start there so you you'd be like hey Hey, Jimmy John, come eat with me at the, the mess hall. Yes, sir. You're like, yeah, Lenny. You know, <laughs> come on. <laughs> and then you go to the me- you go to the mess hall. <laughs> you sit down in front of me. You just hurl some, some potatoes at him. Yeah, my buddy Quizno is going to come along. 
And then the firehouse came. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but we're not inviting Jared, are we? <laughs> oh, good advice. Assault them with food. Yeah. <laughs> That's your advice? Yeah, war really breaks down barriers is yeah. what I'm trying to say. <laughs> All right, Alan. What's your advice to Tyrone to break through to shy people? I would say... Tyrone, you're right. It it is all about you and how you feel in social situations. So I'm glad that glad that you're aware of that. Um, start going up to people if they won't talk to you, move their mouths yourself. <laughs> Be a puppeteer. Just just grab that jaw and just start just start moving it around. You talk to them, you know, puppeteer their mouths. <laughs> well, like, he's gonna be like, "Wow, you were saying what I was thinking." As he grabs each lip. <laughs> That's very good. I, I mean, that's one way to do it. I, I think that's great advice. Nothing connects people more than sadness. So make them feel sorry for you. Yeah. Just lie to everyone and tell them that your dad died, or your grandmother died, or your mom died, or over your dog and over died. and over again. Just constantly. Every week, someone else in your family dies. Even if you say it's the same person died? Yeah. <laughs> just keep reiterating it. Um, and like, people will be drawn to you, they will want to comfort you. They're so, like, didn't your dad die three weeks ago? The tears keep flowing. You don't have yeah. to answer them. I want to bring up the fact that this is loosely based on the plot to one of Evan's favorite movies, Saltburn. Is that <laughs> is, is, is that correct? Uh, loosely. Loosely. There's a lot less penis. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Unfortunately. Uh, very good. Make them sa- You're an expert in making people feel sorry yeah, for you. Yeah, be a sociopath. <laughs> My advice to you, Tyrone, is use Stockholm Syndrome. Now, usually this method is applied to the kidnapper and the person in prison, but I'm not going to say do that. Don't don't necessarily... You're, I mean, you're going to kidnap them, but frame it as if you were kidnapped too. Build a underground cell. It's dingy. It's dark. You act like you've been a prisoner there for 50 years, and you just you just become friends with him, and he becomes friends with you. Because that's, you're the only person he could, could become friends with. Because now you're locked in a cell under the ground. <laughs> I see no holes in oh, yeah. that. <laughs> no issues here. Okay. <laughs> you do have to do one of these, Tyrone. Tyrone, now I need to legally remind you that you, you legally have to do one of these. So, the odds are better for him, though, because we have four ideas now. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you're very lucky. Somehow food fight is the least violent <laughs> out of all these. And again, you can do all of them. Bonus points if you do. Lock them in a cell. Hit them with food items. Move their <laughs> mouth as they're stuck in that cell with you. And then be sad. <laughs> Just, be, all your family members are dying. Be, <laughs> man, do them all. If you do all of them, that's very good. All right. Our next request for advice comes from Tommy. He says, LinkedIn profiles, overrated or worth it? Is it worth the time to build a good LinkedIn profile? Has it really made a difference for anyone? Tommy, you've come to the right place for advice on getting hired. So what do y'all got for Tommy? How does he optimize his chances of getting hired? Does he need something like LinkedIn? Tommy, yeah, I would say those profiles are definitely worth it. I mean, if, if you're trying to become president of the United States, uh, maybe like the 16th one, um, you're trying to give maybe a Gettysburg address, I would definitely have a LinkedIn profile. Um, <laughs> you want a top hat. Kind of when they look at you from the side, you want a bigger nose. And you want it pointed. So I would definitely get you a Lincoln profile. Tommy, I apologize. You have to do one of these. And one of these, Evan misunderstood. (laughs) (laughs) 
Evan, your advice is to <laughs> become Abraham Lincoln. Oh well, yeah, if you want a if you want a Lincoln profile, you do need to become a lot more like Abraham Lincoln. I, it makes makes total sense. Assuming right now you're trying to be more of an Obama. I would say a LinkedIn profile is not really that useful. I would say go back to MySpace. Um, people are starting to really get back there. I think um, my people. I I know for sure me, uh, my neighbor, um, <laughs> the one guy that created MySpace is the, probably the still guy your... that created MySpace. Um, I think we're all we're all kind of there um, still. So just I would say come on down and just just see what's going on. Uh, me and my neighbor usually sharing music back and forth. Um, <laughs> Do you want him to send you his resume? Yeah, send send me your resume. We'll we'll kind of talk it over uh, on MySpace. We're trying to also get my uncle in, so it's you're gonna have to compete with him for if you want to be if you want to be back in MySpace. It's so crowded in there. It's it's pretty <laughs> pretty crowded. Uh, people are coming back. <laughs> Is your neighbor even in your top friends? He's trying to work his way there. Okay, so you just have Tom up there, just Tom the yeah, creator. Yeah, yeah, I, w- I would agree with Alan that uh, LinkedIn. No, I mean it's just kind of yesterday. It's out. It's out the window. Um, alternatively, to get your your resume out there, uh, something I've done in the past is strip down to your undies and stand over an overpass and throw your resume out, print <laughs> as a printed version. Um, some of those are going to stick to windshields, yeah. and when that when that CEO of Apple driving by snags a, a resume on the windshield, <laughs> you're in luck. Hey, when that mama four crashes on the interstate trying to go to soccer <laughs> practice, um, either way, you get in the press. I, so that's and good. That's a job opening. Correct. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, very good. I think uh, very efficient. Get them out quick to the most people. Listen, Tommy. I think. LinkedIn and the internet is too far away. If you want a job, you need to get up close and personal. Glue yourself to the ceiling right above the the employer's bed. That way you are always looking down on him, and when he prays, you can catch his prayers. <laughs> like a dream catcher. <laughs> Snatch him out of the air. <laughs> Just, Man, it's insane. Just a straw. Just suck him up. <laughs> suck all his prayers up. <laughs> Foolproof, Tommy. Foolproof. So he's just praying, and you're up there. Got <laughs> that one. Just, just in your underwear, vacillate, shiny. <laughs> just with a catcher's mitt. <laughs> Fielding his dreams. Oh, God. <laughs> But there you go, Tommy. Legally, again, we have to legally advise you that you have to do one of these. But all of them are possible and doable and should be done. But thank you to Tyrone and Tommy for writing in. We hope uh, that we better your life with the advice that we give. But guys, a couple more wisdoms for the Saturday workers. Let's give them, let's give them a one-liner wisdom. You can do a backflip anywhere you want to, but it's well known that it's more dangerous to do a front flip. <laughs> That's it. <laughs> I was wondering why. Mm. I was wondering if a broken nose. <laughs> you try to do a front flip? Yeah, it, was, it didn't end well. <laughs> You're gonna try to do a back flip tomorrow? Like, yeah, it seems like those will go well. Yeah, okay. I'll, I'll let you guys know how it works. It's cool to be bad to the bone if you're a biker, but it's not cool to be bad to the bone if you're a hospital patient. Yeah, that is mm. true. Yeah, <laughs> you have a lot of medical issues. <laughs> LinkedIn may be for Lincoln, but it's the Chinese that put ink in my pen. 
Dr. Seuss over here. Oh, very good. Very wise. Very wise, boys. Um, He knows where his bread's buttered. (laughs) (laughs) But if you need a hypothetical answer, some advice about life, if you need fun facts about a subject, if you need some prayers caught, write in. Questionableddetourpodcast at gmail.com. Tell your friends. Guys, y'all want to be done? Yes. Yep. Yep. Expect the detour.